Laziness can be a more thoughtful conversation as a mechanism to self-awareness. Gary Vanderchuk. What is going on, GIA community? This is your host, Abhinav Srivastav. It's been a minute, uh, maybe nine minutes. I'm not entirely sure, but <laughs> it's been about nine months since I posted my last podcast, and that's actually the topic of discussion today. Um, as I mentioned, the quote, thanks to Gary Vaynerchuk, quote unquote, laziness, using that as a self awareness tool. So, again, thank you so much taking the time out of your day to listen to my two cents on my journey because greatness is achieved by being one percent better than yesterday let's get into it all right so laziness as a self-awareness tool i was watching a video by gary v or gary vaynerchuk um if you may or may not know him I personally think he's the king of um, all social media when it comes to you know how we as individuals engage with social media, um, way we're seeing, way he sees trends. He's the CEO of VaynerMedia. He just he just knows his shit, <laughs> and I'm a huge fan of him and his thought processes and what he values as a whole. So what I'll do is even from the videos that I watched, the Instagram clip plus um, his video, that was, I think, about a 40-minute interview. I'll link those in the podcast description, sorry, description, and uh, and have a listen yourself. Uh, so, laziness itself. Now, procrastination, laziness, how it applied to me with respect to this podcast, right? So for nine months, didn't post anything. Uh, didn't really do anything with it, right? Uh, but the main thing that I really want to talk to you guys all about today is, you know, why? Why was that a thing? So three topics really is the the struggle or the internal conversation that I had to go through to kind of where the... Um, where the self-awareness piece really kicked in uh, while having this conversation and three kind of the action steps that I'm going to take moving forward. So first and foremost, let's jump into the struggle itself. So to give some context around this, um, this is, you know, shout out to to my roommate, Kevin Shaw, and my buddies here um, in Toronto, Simon Bowes, Matt Allion, and Jacob Sue. Uh, you know, we're just having conversations uh, about basically kind of what I post about, what um, really what I post about on social media, what I talk about as a whole, and they were mentioning like you recorded this, I listened to your podcast, it was great. Why did you stop? Um, so when they mentioned that, it kind of hit me I'm like, oh shit, um, I don't know, I don't know why I didn't post. So after that, basically, piece of reflection, I guess, I had to step, sit down and really reflect why I haven't posted for, for six months. So I'm going to break down the struggle. What I'm also going to do is 
kind of talk about the action steps that I took to help me have this self-awareness conversation. So first and foremost, when I came to the breakdown of this itself, I also had to think about why, why haven't I been posting for, for X amount of months. When I first started this podcast, um, I was having that conversation with my mentor around, you know, I'm a very analytical, analytical, analytical person by nature. Um, I pray, I weigh pros and cons, uh, quite a bit. Maybe it comes from the fact that, uh, I'm big into investing and, and finance and it's one of my passions. So part of that, you need that analysis. And so in doing so, I apply that in a lot of areas to my life in terms of, you know, what's important to me, what I love, uh, what brings me happiness. You know, I always keep those three major keys in front of me when I'm making decisions or engaging in things or projects I want to start doing. So when I started having this conversation internally with myself, I was asking, you know, again, why, why haven't I been posting anything and what really popped in my head. And it was, again, this is the, the one of the things that I'll mention here is when I do this self-reflection, it's not something that I muddle in my head about what's going on. I, I need to write it down. I need a pen and paper um, to write out my thoughts. So and I usually, the way I do it is the first thing that pops in my head, I just write it out. I don't really think on it too much. I write it out, but then I ask myself, why? So the first thing that popped up was I don't really see what value that I'm bringing from my podcast, right? It was came from within the con or the, I guess the, the answer of, you know, you know, I'm not really anybody per se, right? Like, you know, I'm not major personality or anything like that, uh, or a business personality. So it's like, you know, what value am I actually bringing uh, to people? Why would they want to listen to me? Uh, which then somehow through the the why rabbit hole of continually asking why it also another piece that popped up in the self-awareness conversation was you know I don't see myself as a creative person so I'm not a creative person how can I be posting podcasts so those two major key pieces right there were actually what started the entire conversation and when I look at when I looked into that a little bit more now it was like okay um, let's break this down even further for me. And the flip side of all this was actually quite the opposite. So it really started with that creative piece, right? If, if I don't think I'm a creative person, right? I'm applying that label of I'm not creative, you know, in the traditional sense of you know, being musically gifted, um, artistic in any sense. I was a pretty good dancer when I was as a kid, uh, but I never really, th again, thought of myself as a creative individual. But then through that reflection, my creativity doesn't come in that traditional sense. My creativity comes from presenting information. So I'll break this down even further. From a kid all through school, all through university, uh, areas I excelled in, where 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 I was able to present information, whether it be school projects, um, poster boards, you know, essays, short and long form tests, anything like that, I would kick ass. I excelled uh, because I was able to control everything up until the point that I had to hand it to the teacher, the professor. But when it came to multiple choice tests and stuff like that, you know, the saying of you can you know, you have twenty five percent chance of getting it right. 
I was I got 75% of it wrong majority of the time so in those scenarios never did well in that type of testing environment but it came to essays anything like that where I control the presentation of the information I, I don't think I ever got a mark lower than like an 85 or 90 or whatever that is so that popped into my head in terms of you know how am I creative so I was like oh shit okay um, there's something I'm on here but the clearest example for me actually was uh, a couple of weeks ago I was having a conversation with my um, I'm part of this entrepreneurship group with two buddies of mine. We talk about entrepreneurial tendencies, mindset, um, investing in finance. So we were having a conversation around investing. And one of my buddies on the call mentioned, he's like, he's surprised how people don't take advantage of upper trends. And I chimed in saying, no, that's the perfect example of what investing is if you look at investing from i think the new stock exchange started in the in the 1800s till now right that 200 plus years or yeah 200 plus years um or maybe shy i can't remember the exact date the new stock exchange started but within that time frame it's been an upward trend right from then till now right and if you break that down further a market new york stock exchange nasdaq whatever maybe it's a totality of businesses and businesses are in business to make money. When they make money, they grow, they become more profitable. Because of that, the company is an upward trend. So if all businesses in a market are have an inherent goal of growing, wanting to be more profitable, wanting to make more money, that market has to grow. So quote-unquote, investing is then a pure form of an upward trend. And when I mentioned that, both of them were like, holy shit. That's like, we obviously know that, but the way you just said that com like, is completely right. I've never heard anyone say that. So when I've had this process, I was like, oh, shit, okay. Like, I'm onto something with respect to my creativity. So the value that I'm bringing through this podcast is actually through my creativity. And my creativity, again, comes from that presentation of information. So when I even look at my job as someone who sells technology, the presentation of information of how a new technology or a new best practice actually can help their business be more profitable, you know, can grow more. I excel at that too, hence why I'm also good at my job. So all of this came from that question of why am I lazy and procrastinating this podcast? It was actually helped me really understand and be more self-aware of how I'm creative maybe not in the traditional sense, but my creativity is different. I'm creative, but in a different way. And the value that I bring is through that perspective, through that creativity. When So when I had that conversation internally, I was like, holy shit, this is, I'm onto something. This is definitely the reason why I should be continuing this podcast, not stopping it or taking a massive break. But I guess that nine months was all leading to this exact point of having that internal self-reflection. So one thing that you know, I'm going to be doing moving forward now with respect to this podcast is, I think I've mentioned before, I try to po post a podcast once a month or once a week or whatever it may be. I'm not going to follow something like that, but I'm going to respect the fact that my perspective does bring value in some way. Again, does, does this podcast blow up? You know, That's not a concern of mine, but if anything, it's a nostalgia um, time capsule for me when I'm, you know, 
85 and I can't move my legs or anything like that. I can listen to myself when I was younger. But what I also want to address as well on how this could be applicable to you guys is, again, having that self-awareness conversation, you know, going down the rabbit hole of why. Uh, because then you get down to that final straw where it's like, oh, shit. I It went down right down to that subconscious label that I've applied to myself of saying I'm not creative. But don't get me wrong. I'm definitely lazy in other areas. So there's a dichotomy that I have personally when it comes to areas of self-development, self-improvement, um, any area that I ha I see an inherent benefit to me, but it is not, you know, immediately it's delayed gratification, stuff like that, investing, you know, additional learnings around new technologies or teaching myself more about um, sales and bringing value to my clients. Those areas, I'm not lazy. But when it comes to, for example, logistics or um, figuring out what I want to eat or planning a full week of meals or anything like that, I'm hella lazy. Uh, I'll basically, if it comes to you know going to see my family, I, I book a, a train or rent a car or flight, whatever it may be, essentially at the very last minute. So there's areas where, you know, quote unquote, I don't see the inherent benefit of cleaning something, you know, right away. Obviously, don't get me wrong, I don't live in a pig style or anything dirty, but it's not like I'm cleaning everything every single day. House chores, I'm not doing it every single every day to an extent where, like, I'm doing a deep clean. Sure, I want to have a clean kitchen or clean room, a nice desk space, stuff like that. That just helps me be more productive. That right there is an example of the inherent benefit to me as a whole because I can be more productive in doing the task and things that I know for me help drive me personally come from a form of self-development uh, self personal discipline those areas I definitely am not lazy but in, in other areas you know um, doing my taxes I need, I need to buy new jeans I'm hella lazy. I think I had to do, had to buy a new pair of jeans for like, I don't know, three weeks now. I still haven't done it. So I'm definitely lazy in that area. And the reason why I say this is to help identify, you know, how you are lazy. And, you know, is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Right? Don't get me wrong. Even in the areas that are important to me, I have that um, delineation, let's say, of, you know, I'm still human. 99% of the time, when it comes to those inherently beneficial tasks, I'll do them. Um, you know, as an example, during this entire uh, pandemic and lockdown thing, you know, getting up at 5.30, going to the gym, working out every day, those things I do regardless. I'm not lazy. It's one of those things that I'm known for in my, in my group of friends as well because I don't, um, I'm not lazy in those scenarios. But in the other areas where there's no inherent benefit per se and terms of delayed gratification or applies to my personal development, I'm hella lazy, right? So have that internal conversation. Really try to understand, take that, that why rabbit hole. Am I lazy in a good way? Is it a bad way type thing? If it's, you know, those areas that don't bring inherent benefit, don't make you happy, isn't important to you as a whole, you know, I think it's okay to be lazy in some of those scenarios, but when it comes to those areas, those three areas where it's important to you, has a benefit to you, um, it makes you happy, being lazy there is like, all right, let's have a deeper conversation. So again, GIA community, I hope 
this podcast and this breakdown that I had to go through personally for this podcast can help you in some in some situation uh, because at the end of the day we're not born great greatness is achieved by being one percent better than yesterday thanks again for taking the time to listen to me today cheers